Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. I'm here in Houston, Texas. Today is Tuesday, December 15, 2015. Thank you all so much for joining us on this morning. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We look forward to this time to invest with you, to connect with you. Make sure you continue to invite the people you know, like, and care for, your family members, friends, coworkers, associates, everyone that you know, so that they too can get this powerful award. Thank you so much for being VIPs, Vision Impact Partners, and sharing the vision uh, as well. We greatly, greatly appreciate you for doing that. Throughout the call, we ask that you have your social media pages pulled up so you can post your notes, tag us in it, so that we can see what's going on and share it with everyone else. There's so much negativity going on right there in the world, and especially on social media, it's important to share positive as well. So let's flood their timelines with something that's going to inspire, uplift, and change their lives. And so go ahead, post your notes on social media tag us in it so we can all see and continue to share as well. And for those of you ladies who joined last night for Straight Talk Women Talk, the call was absolutely powerful. If you missed listening to us live, you can actually go to straighttalkwomentalk.com and you can hear the replay there. You can also get it in our Straight Talk Women Talk group on Facebook as well. It was an amazing call. We are teaching on a series called How to Create Peace While Under Pressure how to create peace while under pressure. And so uh, we talked about the second way that you could do that on last night. It is amazing. We talked about knowing your enemy. So if you missed last night's call, make sure you go back, do yourself a favor, and listen to the replay. It was absolutely powerful. We are gearing up and preparing for January 16, 2016, right here in Houston, Texas, for the Straight Talk Woman Talk Intensive. It is going to be fantastic. 333 of the most powerful women in business, life, and ministry all in one place under one roof for one reason, and that is to have an extreme degree of impartation and transformation. There is no woman that attends that event that is going to lead that event the same. It is going to be fantastic. Everything that you've been waiting to release, you're going to be able to let it go. Everything that you're going to be able to want that you've been wanting to gain, you're going to get. And so by connecting with other like-minded women, powerful women, to be able to share your story, be transparent, no condemnation, no judgment, Straight Talk Woman Talk is 100% authentic. You will get truth, hands down. And so if that's something that you want to make sure you start your 2016 off with, then you definitely want to be there. Men, you want to make sure the women in your life are there your daughter, your wife, your sister, your mother, everyone needs to be at these intensive. It is for everyone. So straighttalkwomantalk.com is where you can get the details, tickets, and information for that. And then the next weekend, we're going to be in Illinois. My husband and I are coming to Chicago for Wind Dreams Collider Workshop. So looking forward to seeing everybody in the Midwest there uh, as well. So get your pen and paper handy for today. Again, pull up those social media pages so you can post your notes tag us in it. If you're driving, put in your Bluetooth. My husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll. Honey, won't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP? Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, VIPs, vision impact partners. This is the day 
that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought today. Why are you afraid? Yes, why are you afraid? Would you post that real quickly? Why are you afraid? You know, they say doubt kills more dreams than anything else. Doubt kills more dreams than anything else. Typically what's holding us back from achieving the objectives and the goals that we really want out of life is what we are afraid of. Fear is not real. False evidence appearing real. False evidence. You, can't, you could not get a conviction with fear. If you went into the court of law, you could not get a conviction with fear because it's false evidence that appears real. It's not real. Danger is real, but fear is a state of mind. Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid to start that business? Let's just go ahead and break it all the way down. Let's get to a, a, a least common denominator. Why have you not moved into that marriage? Why have you not moved and changed cities? Why have you not moved into that new career? Why have you not started that business? Why are you afraid? What's the worst that could happen? Why are you so afraid to step out? You say you want an outstanding life, but you're so afraid to stand out. Why are you afraid? What is the fear? What's the uncertainty? What's the doubt? Could you write this down, please? Doubt is the birthplace for all tragedies. Doubt is the birthplace for all tragedies. But faith is the birthplace for all miracles. Faith is the birthplace for all miracles. Why are you so afraid? Can I be sincerely candid with you this morning? I was so afraid to get married. I was so afraid to get married. Why? Because I had never seen a marriage work. My mom and dad weren't married. I was born out of wedlock, under the lock, around the lock, during the lock. I don't know. But I had never seen what that looked like. I didn't know what a man is supposed to be there. You know, they always tell you, you have to be a real man. Well, I don't know what a real man looks like. I was dropped off at five years old, and I didn't talk to my mom or to my dad for six years. I don't know what a real parent's supposed to look like. I don't know what a real husband's supposed to look like. I don't know what a real family is supposed to look like. I've never seen it. You can only be what you see. I was afraid. Fear of the unknown. Could I live up to this expectation? Could I, could I, could I be a good provider and a protector? Could I, could, I, could I step into the role? Could I really feel this role, this void, something that I've never seen? And you've got to be careful when people ask you to draw a picture you've never seen. That can make you afraid. I, I was afraid to start our businesses. The last business we, we started, I was so afraid. I'm standing in a one-bedroom apartment, broke, busted, disgusted. Broke and broken. I'm sitting in the one-bedroom apartment, broke, couldn't find a job. You know I have a Ph.D., public high school diploma. <laughs> so I'm sitting in, the, in there, phones is, phone is getting turned off. 
House has gone up for foreclosure. Other houses up for foreclosure. One of the cars is up for repossession. Don't have $150 to pay the light bill. Had a brand new daughter. I'm still afraid. What am I going to do? I'm seeking security. See, what happens is fear causes you to seek security. Faith causes you to seek opportunity. Would you write that down? Fear causes you to seek security, but faith causes you to seek opportunity. I'm standing in there, and I'll never forget it. I'm pacing around that one-bedroom apartment, and I'm saying to myself, it can't end like this. I'm saying to myself, it won't always be like this. I'm saying to myself, this is, I, I've got to change this. This is, this is the opportunity for me to change this. And I'm looking at several things. I'm looking at the business that I was about to launch. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm having a conversation with myself. Uh, because you believe yourself more than anybody else. You talk to yourself. And so you've got to decide what you're going to say to yourself because the subconscious mind does not know the difference between the truth and a lie. And so here I was. I was lying to myself. I was telling myself, listen, this is the business you get the 20 grand a month in. I had never made $20,000 per month consistently in my life. But I was lying to myself because I heard somebody tell me, you have to lie, cheat, and steal to win. Wait a minute before you hang up. All my good Christians don't hang up yet. (laughs) He told me you got to lie awake at night and think about your goals all day long. You have to lie awake at night imagining what the future is going to be like. Albert Einstein says the future is an instant preview of life's coming Attractions. He says you got to lie awake at night crying about what's about to take place because if you don't cry about it, you don't care about it. And your tears are sometimes your best teachers. They teach you what not to do. They teach you where not to go. They teach you who not to serve. They teach you who not to honor. They teach you where to place yourself. They teach you what you should not be doing and where you should be going. You've got to pay attention to the teacher or when the test comes, you won't pass the test. He says you got to cheat. You got to cheat away from your distractions. You got to cheat away from your your television time. You got to cheat away from your radio time. You got to cheat away from all the distractions that you'll have because distractions are those things you see when you take your eyes off the prize. He says you're going to have to cheat your way out. Yeah, you're going to have to cheat away from all those comfortable things because comfort is the enemy to achievement. He says you have to lie, cheat, and steal. He says you have to steal every great thought, every great idea, every great concept that any and every coach, mentor, or advisor gives you, and you're going to have to steal it and apply it to your life. And I remember walking around in that one-bedroom apartment. Sim, this is going to be it. I was afraid. I was shaking. I was trembling. But I start to speak to that thing. It says, you speak to the mountain. Be ye removed. And I started to speak to those mountains because faith moves mountains. Doubt creates them. I had to speak to the mountain. You're going to have to speak to that mountain of fear. Why are you afraid? And I started to look for evidence of other people. 
Yeah, because sometimes when, when you can't believe in yourself, you can believe in the ability and talent and skill of somebody else that's been there, done that, and bought the T-shirt. I started to look for other evidence. I started to build my case. I was the case, so I needed to build me. The way I built me was through testimonials. I had to get testimonials so I could convict me. The purpose of someone coming to testify in the court of law is to convict the person on trial. Can I pause and tell you something right now? You're on trial. Your life is on trial. Your dream is on trial. Your goal is on trial. Your marriage is on trial. Your business is on trial. What you say you want, everything you say you want is on the other side of your fear. So you're on trial, and every morning we show up to testify in the case of you against your fear. We give the testimony so that you can believe. We give the testimony so the jury has enough evidence mounted up because we are eyewitnesses to your dream. We give these testimonies so the judge can read off the verdict. You're convicted. You are a champion. You are a winner. You are significant. Your life matters. You're going to be great. You are already great. Your time is now. Why are you saying? Step in. Step out. And step up. Fear is not real. Fear is not real. Fear, fear isn't even what you were born to have. It's, it's not even in your DNA. You were not designed to have fear. We were not designed to have fear. None of us were designed to have fear. God tells us, the scripture tells us God has not given us a, a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. He didn't give us a spirit of fear. We weren't born with that. You were, you were born with your eyes, your nose, your mouth. You were born with your heart, your head, your hair, your hands, your feet, your legs, your knees. You were born with all those things. We were born with so much, but we, it was one thing we weren't born with, and that was fear. Fear is, is taught. Fear has to be taught. A child has to be taught to be afraid. And as life goes on, it intensifies with our experiences. Fear is a behavior, an attribute that is taught to us by what we've experienced not something that came natural to us. So if it didn't come natural to us, that means it's not attached to us, so we should be able to get rid of it. We should be able to eliminate it. Scripture says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness in my right hand. What does that mean? He's with you. He's with us. Every single step of the way, every single part of the process, God is there. So we have no reason to be fearful. Our ultimate protector is always protecting us and overseeing us. But yet and still, when certain things happen, we get afraid. When I found out that I had to have surgery, oh, my goodness, I was a hot mess. I was afraid. I was emotional. I was all over the place mentally, emotionally, spiritually as well. I mean, I, I knew these scriptures I just shared with you. I knew that God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but I still felt it. 
it didn't eliminate the fact that it was there because I didn't know, first of all, how did I even get to that point? What did I do? Did I do something wrong? So I'm looking to point blame because that's the first thing you do when discomfort shows up, when fear shows up. You want to blame somebody for being there. So I'm looking for who I could blame for, but there was nobody to blame because it just, it just happened. Like, okay, so now what do I do? What happens if something goes wrong during surgery? My mother was absolutely terrified. The doctor said well, she'll be gone for about two hours. So my mom and my husband are both counting down the seconds and counting how, how, how long we're in there. And, and they were terrified until the doctor reached the two-hour mark because they knew if she came out before then, then that means something was wrong. They had to stop the surgery because there's something else going on on the inside. So for two hours, they're sitting there just sick, stressed out, worried. That's fear. That's fear. We were not born with that. It, it was given to us. You know, I shared with the ladies last night on Straight Talk, Woman Talk, that the second way to create peace when under pressure is to know your enemy. When you know who you're up against, you know how to beat them. You know how to fight them. Fear, fear, fear comes from the enemy. Fear comes from the devil. That is, that is not something that God gives us. So knowing that, now we have to do what's required to prepare for that, to battle that, to fight that, to, to negate that. It's part of the process. I gave an example <clears throat> pulling from the scripture that the devil walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. I said, just imagine you're sitting in your living room on the couch or in the bedroom on your bed, and you're, you're listening to Motivational Moment in the morning. You're, you're reading your personal development book. You're having your devotional time. Or, you know, maybe you're just, you know, listening to something that's just uplifting and positive. Or you're just having a good day. You're reflecting on your goals, your dreams, and you're planning. You're doing what's required to to prepare for that next step in life. And you look up, and all of a sudden, there's about 15 or 20 lions walking around you, circling you. They're just circling you. A whole pride of lions just circling you. And then all of a sudden, it gets to a point during your process, as you're thinking about your journey, your task at hand, where your insecurities arise, and you get afraid about a next step. And as soon as that fear and those insecurities creep in, here comes the enemy. Here comes the devil whispering in your ear, you're not qualified. You're not certified. You're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You don't have the time to do that. You don't have the money to do that. You don't have the support to do that. No, you're not tall enough. You're not short enough. You're not slim enough. You're not thick enough. You're not this enough. So now your insecurities are heightened, and the thing that you were so confident in doing, now you become fearful of doing it. And the moment that those insecurities arise and your fear creeps in, those lions that are circling, you stop. They stop circling. They stop moving, and they look at you, every single one looking at you, ready to pounce on you, waiting to see what you do next, because what you do next determines what they do next. In that moment of fear, where the enemy has suggested that you crumble, that you quit, that you give up, that you give in, that you go away, you throw it all away, you have a choice to make. You have a choice to either let fear consume you, and you quit and you give up, whereas if you do that, all those lions that are staring at you, they attack you and they devour you. Why? Because they fuel off of fear. Or you can do the opposite. You can cast that fear down. Tell it it's not real. To go away. Speak life into yourself. Speak some, some, some faith confessions, some, some affirmations. 
and get your energy and excitement up. And as soon as they hear you saying that, they stop looking at you and start circling you again. That's what happens, ladies and gentlemen, whenever you minimize fear. That's what happens when you look fear in the face and you say, keep going. They keep circling you. And the stronger your fear gets, the wider their circle gets, the further away that they get to the point where next time it happens and they get and that fear creeps in and the enemy makes their suggestion, they're so far away from you because their circle has been stretched so much that you, they lose their power. It takes longer for them to get to you to devour you next time. And by the time they get close to you, your fear is already being rebuilt up. So what they're saying or doing doesn't even affect you anymore. That's how you have to look at fear. You have to know that there is there is enemies, there are principalities wrestling and fighting against you in the spirit world. Ephesians 6 and 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but of spirits, principalities, and powers in high places. That's the second heaven. And so just as angels are working on behalf of God to see things through for your life, to give you peace, joy, happiness, and success, the devil and demons are doing work to create the exact opposite, to bring fear, to drown out your faith, to fight you and keep you down. And so you have a choice to make on who you're going to listen to. You have a choice to make on who you're going to follow, which one you're going to lean on the most. You're going to lean on faith and, and, and increase your security, or you're going to lean on fear. That's the choice that you have to make. So once you know who you're up against, now you can strategize, you can plan. Just like any athlete, before they get into the ring to fight an opponent or get on the court to, to, to play against another team or on the field to play against another team, they don't go into the ring blind. They don't step onto the court blind. They don't step onto the, to the field blind. No, they study their opponent. They figure out who's the best on the team. Let me study him. How does he do what he do? How does she do what she does? And they, and they study them and they learn them. We went to go watch the movie Creed. And that's exactly what a, a, a Creed, the guy the, who the movie was about, that's exactly what he was doing in the movie. He was watching videos of fights of his opponents. And, and while the video was playing, he's standing up in front of the TV. He's fighting in the air. Why? He's mirroring his opponent. He's pretending to be on the other side of that. So that as his opponent is swinging, he's swinging, he's dodging, he's doing the shoulder roll, he's doing all those things to avoid the jabs, the, the hooks, and the uppercuts. That's what's happening in the spirit room. That's what's happening every single day. When fear creeps in, you got to fight it back. You got to know who your opponent is. You got to really know who you're up against. And when you know who you're up against, you can stand up against them. Fear is not real. You were not born with it. It is not a part of your DNA. It is not a part of who you are. And because of that, now you can do what's required to eliminate it from your life to eliminate it from your heart, and to eliminate it from your mind. There is nothing for you to be afraid of. You have every reason to pursue that goal and that dream. Nobody's holding you back. Nothing is holding you back but you. Be courageous enough to go ahead and do it anyway. What are you afraid of, honey? The worst that can happen is that you will be in the exact same place you're in today. That's the worst that can happen. The best that can happen is everything 
can change. Everything can change. Leap and grow your wings on the way down. Would you post that? Leap and grow your wings on the way down. Straight Talk, Woman Talk, January 16, 2016. Ladies, get to the site. Register, not now, but right now. Get yourself enrolled for that intensive. We have women coming in from all over the world. There's so many big names of women that you admire and respect. If we said the name, you would know exactly who we're saying, but we won't promote it. You've got to be there. We're not promoting personalities here. We're talking about principles. So be there, straighttalkwomantalk.com. Also, for those of you that have not had a chance to grab a copy of our audio series entitled Purpose, be sure to do that today. Go to www.yourpurposeiswaiting.com. It's going to bless your life. How to find, define, and refine and serve your purpose to the world. How to find meaningfulness in your life. Seeking significance and not chasing a check but pursuing purpose. Get that audio. Go to www.yourpurposeiswaiting.com. Order a copy. We'd love to have the complimentary coaching session with you where we can devise strategies, techniques for you to really apply to your life, whether it's your personal or your professional life, and take it to the next level. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us again for another edition of Motivational Moments in the Morning. God bless you. God bless your families. And God bless your dreams.